get my hop timed right. So apparently Connor is directionally challenged this evening and is looking the other way. I don't know why. I have a feeling there's something wrong. Well, I know there's something wrong, but that's neither here nor there. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 46 of the Gene Pool Variety Hour. My name is Sean, I'm the old guy of the group, I'm the dad of, the, of, of this podcast, and the guy over on the other screen is... Everyone ride the meat bicycle! <laughs> okay, <laughs> alright, and you are... Hey guys, what is up? I am Connor McKay, also known as Quill Meister, and I am that big old... Old balding dude's son. You're, you're the balding dude's son. I'm not the one yeah. going bald. You're the bald one. Uh, uh, potato, potato. I'm I'm the dude's bald son. That's the correct terminology. Anyway, um, look, we hang out. We talk about random movies. We do a geek question. Uh, we talk about whatever we've been doing lately, nerd wise, game wise, life wise. Uh, we have run into a pattern of hanging out and chasing way too many chickens and taking way too long to finish this podcast. So I have instituted a timer. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm giving us about an hour <laughs> to get this done. Do you realize that last week's episode was an hour and 46 minutes long? Just the podcast part, just the, just the stuff that went up for the podcast was an hour 46. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that can't keep happening, man. We got to sit. We, we I count that as a win, you know. We gotta like, it's, this. It's a, it's we a gotta, father and son bonding, you know. Well, we it's can just, do that anytime. Over long distance, but not for the podcast. Ah. So anyway, um, so we're gonna we're gonna uh do a geek question. We're gonna talk about a random. Well, it was not a random movie. We did we picked this one. You picked this one. Well, I kind of picked it out of a list that you picked last time. So we're yeah. gonna do that, and it's and it's a good, it's an old family favorite. Um, so I I I I, I the the Krieg thing kind of threw me off, man. Uh, <laughs> so I finally found a use for the psycho mask, and it was worth it. So anyway, I I, I guess uh, why don't we just jump in? Let's talk a little bit about what's been going on. Um, you know, what have you been uh, playing? What have you been doing? Um, how's the weather um, been up there um, in Delaware? Weather has actually been been sunny and warm. You know, it's just I, some. It's it's been getting up up in the sixties. That's crazy. Because I saw your window was open and, a while ago. Oh yeah, and and officially, the last mound of snow from from February has melted. We are officially heading into spring. Wow, but that's then nice. Again, um, but then again, Nikki and Jeff, my supervisor at work, still warn still warn me that 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 we sometimes get snow even in the even in April. Yep, yep. I would, I would think so. I mean, we good grief, dude. We get, we got a snowstorm Memorial Weekend in North Dakota one time. I mean, that's the last weekend in May. That's the weekend before June. Okay, and we got a snowstorm. Got softball games I've, called off because of it. So, no, no, wait, that's Labor Day. Oh no, wait. You know what? What weekend is Dragon Con? 
That's Labor, Labor Day. Day weekend, right? That's Labor Day okay. weekend, right, right, right. So hey, for um first for, for, for some reason they keep on getting those two switched. Right. Okay. So um, anyway, we're, we're going to keep it super hey. tight tonight, and um, tell me. Said. Oh, <laughs> you walked into that one. You handed me that one. Family friendly, family friendly. Family oh, but come friendly. on. So, um, okay. Have you been doing anything interesting? Uh, I mean, not not necessarily work stuff. Just, I mean, you've been doing any fun stuff? Any games? Any specific um, games? Anything like that? Um, honestly, be because of work stuff, I haven't been able to yeah. because because I've worked the past two Saturdays in a row. But thankfully. Whatever God may live in the sky um, has deigned me to not work tomorrow. Okay. Uh, well, that's that's great. Um, so you get what are you going to do tonight then? Um, tonight I'm going I'm going to hang out with Nikki and then I'm going to play Monster Hunter until I pass out in my crappy recliner. All right. Good. Good plan. Good plan. Um, <laughs> All right. So as far as stuff on my end, uh, again, playing Destiny, working on the season. I got my I got my Stasis T-shirt in the mail the other day. Whoa! I hate it when it does that. Oh, dang it! That's, it's no. Listen, are, it's are already getting in. Oh man, time does fly. <laughs> hey, let's no. let's start roll for credits, everyone. Yeah, here's here's the thing. Okay, this. <laughs> all right. Um. PSA, a public service announcement about how crappy Kindle Fires are. Um, sorry, Amazon, they suck. Uh, I've got a Kindle Fire and I use a torch, touch portal app on it instead of. Oh, there's a chicken. Instead of a Stream Deck because it's cheaper. The app was twelve bucks. And so it's a it's a touch screen where you can touch and you can change screens on the on the uh, on the stream and put in sound effects like we do and all that kind of stuff. It's a touch screen, right? Touch screens are supposed to respond to your finger, right? Or some screens yeah. will use a specific kind of pin, right? Yeah. When my headphone cord brushes the screen, it will press a button. That's it's, what it's, just happened. It's, it's, because, it's, it's a, because there's so much finger oil on it. it no, no, because you know, hard, the only time I ever use this thing because it's so bad is tonight. It's the only time I ever use it is for Touch Portal for this. So anyway, um, <clears throat> so I got my Stasis T-shirt for for Destiny. So we've been doing that, but you know, last week you know, we're kind of branching out. Our our Friday night group has gotten a little bit smaller. Some stuff's happening. Not everybody's getting on. And uh, so last week, you know, we played uh, Outlander, Outsiders, Outlander is what was was uh, that new demo, beta right? that's out. Yeah, the demo. So we played that last week. Um, and then tonight, we're playing Borderlands 3. They, they, Mitch had gotten it and had played it a little bit. Um, Brandon had played it, had, had not played the third one. He loved the first one and the second one. Um, but he went ahead and bought it. So he started a new character. Mitch is going to play Flack, which is the character he was playing, but I don't think it's very high level. My Zane. I, join? I don't care. My Zane and my Moe's are, are like level 57 and level 41, so I'm not going to play them because they're too high level. And I just started a new Moe's today, so I'm going to start a new Moe's and play it from ground up with them. And so we're going to do that Moe's is so boring. Moe's is, you know what? I thought so. The Moe's character is super boring. Absolutely. She's the most, But well, the action skill is, is she, one of the best. She she and Amara are the two most boring ones to me on in the game. 
But as far oh, as her action, Amara is hilarious. As far as her action skill goes, Moses' action skill with 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 the mech is awesome, especially when you get it leveled up. Um, Zane is the most fun to play just for the humor aspect, um, but his skills aren't as good. I don't think, as, especially once they're, they rank up. Moses, they're they're. They're very diverse, but they're not very useful in a way. Well, you know? they're they're very diverse, but they're not very powerful. Man, when Moe's ranks up and levels up and gets those skills up there pretty high, dude, she can wreck with that mech. And she's also good for co-op because one of the other players can hop on her back and 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 go. You know. Oh, so Flack is also really good good for co-op because um um because because one of his skills allows his pets to yeah. um to to revive you and allies. Okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So, um, so that's that's what we're doing tonight. And then once we're done with that, I'm gonna hop back on Destiny and do some more grinding for the season and stuff. Cause, um, I'm I'm my light level is getting up there high enough, and I've started playing a lot more Destiny with my clan that I joined. Um, it's a, it's a good group of folks, and I played Play some Monster Hunter. Yeah, no. Um, what, what what was that? I don't know what I don't, that was, I didn't but hear I, I can clearly tell you that that I said no. Um, that was pretty clear. So, no what. so that's what's going on. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything. There was something else that I wanted to talk about tonight that was kind of cool, and I forgot what it was. So I'm going to have to just let it go because I'm old and my memory's gone. Um, Your weird beard? No. No. <laughs> it had nothing to do with my weird beard. It has to do with, it doesn't have anything to do with my patchy beard either. So um, so anyway, so... Uh, yeah, that's 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 kind of all that's going on with me nerd wise. Um, we are going to the up to the mountains um, in a couple of weeks. It's just gonna be me and and your mom and Mitch are going up. Um, we're taking Luke Sunday uh, almost to the Tennessee border, and he's gonna hit the Appalachian Trail and just go for a few weeks. And just well, like, a few weeks. Uh, I think so. So that's that's the his ad, plan. The the Appalachian Trail. Mm-hmm. That's yep. that's that's the same one that um um the, the, the probably runs up the entire Whoa. west coast. No, not west coast. That's the Pacific Trail. That's the Pacific Coast Trail. That's the PCT. The AT is over here, Tennessee. You know, uh, up the eastern side, not western side. You're thinking anyway. Oh, the eastern side. Yeah, and I mean, I he's know. not going to do the whole thing. My goodness, no, he can't do the whole thing. Yeah, but he's still, just... for a couple of weeks. Well, I, I mean, mean, I know Luke's Luke's an outdoorsman, but. Oh, he's got it. He's got his. He's got his. Yeah, he's got his his route mapped out. Um, he's already got places for us to send food packages to him, to you know, because that's that's the way they do it when you're doing through hiking. And dude, that's what he does. That's what he wants to do is through hiking, which is basically start at one end and go to the other, however long it takes. You have to go to town every now and then to resupply. Or there's a there's a an online thing app thing that you can do where you can order food and they'll send it to specific places along the trail. So that's kind of so yeah. So he's going to do that. How do they keep people from from stealing other people's food? No, 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 no. I mean, it goes to like a store or something in town or the post office in that town. You tell them which town to send it to, and then you go and you pick it up. Right? No, they don't just go drop it off on the trail somewhere with your name on it. (laughs) Expect people not to mess with it. So, so anyway, um, so it's just some interesting stuff going on down here, Um, but nothing, nothing earth shattering. Pretty boring up here. Well, yeah. Well, and other, uh, um, other than the routine wedding stuff, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, trying to figure out how, um, um, dance schedules, cosplay options, centerpieces, a flower arch, a dress, a tux. 
and just common common wedding stuff, huh? Cosplay outfits. <laughs> right. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Dad, right, dad. Dad, that that was that one was just a mess with you. <laughs> You're not gonna cosplay at my wedding. Oh, you dang right! I'm not gonna any, cosplay at your wedding. If You're anything, right. I'm gonna cosplay um, at our yeah. wedding. So, all right. So we're gonna move on. That's kind of what's been going on with us. I got nothing other major, any other major stuff going on. So why don't we yeah. just jump right in, dude? And let's 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 you know let's do the geek question. I don't Dive I don't have any. Right in. So we're doing. Is that where we wanna go? We wanna go to the geek question. You ready? Geek question. Geek question right now. I want to ask you a bunch of questions, and I want to have them answered immediately. Thank you for not saying anything. <laughs> Thank you for not saying anything. So, all right. I'm so ask you a bunch you, of questions, and I you, want them answered immediately. You can't not do it, can you? That was you? close. You can't not do it's it. It's become it's become a thing. Every time I hear, I, I'm I, I'm going to try and upgrade my. I'm going to try and upgrade my Schwarzenegger impression. You've made it a thing. I didn't make it a thing. You made it I know. A thing. All right. I know. So it's you're the thing, though. You're the geek question guy. What's the geek question? All right. All right. As a kid or, or just growing up, what, what was a myth, legend, or fable that fascinated you? Okay. You always answer. Um, for, so... Um, uh, for me, if it, it was the story of King Arthur, you know, um, mm-hmm. in the Saints of the Round Table, yeah, yeah, they were just such classic stories of, um, and um, and and honestly, they they were easy for me to understand. Being on on the spectrum, sometimes it was hard to understand exactly why this person felt this way or why this person did that thing when I couldn't see the person. Mm-hmm. Um, um, uh, the story yeah. of King Arthur, you you could clearly see. He, um, Arthur was the good guy. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Morgana was the bad guy. Mordred was the bad guy. Mer, um, um, uh, Merlin was some. Um, Merlin was a spunky comic relief. All right. Okay. And um, um, and it's just, and it spoke to me because, because um, in in a lot of aspects of King Arthur. He um he 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 was a regular guy, you know. Um, in a lot of stories of King Arthur, he he was a regular, common peasant in um in Camelot, and, and then he came and pulled the sword f- from the stone, or um or, or or he was given the sword from the Lady of the Lake, mm-hmm. and that earned him the right of being king. He, he was chosen by some force because it saw because they saw something in him, or or he had something in him that no one else knew about and it, and it proved him to be a good and just leader right right well you know um it's um it's it's almost like he was the first underdog story yeah well and and dude that's what you've always gravitated towards is the underdog stories right yeah i mean so yeah but i mean we kind of already know everything that happened with king arthur don't we i mean he fought the black knight he fought to kill a rabbit he had the Trojan, the Trojan bunny. That's Monty Python and the Holy Grail. That's not the same. <laughs> I mean, he he I'm, he debated I'm, he debated aerodynamics and physics with with you know with the French, you know. Don't ruin my childhood. English, okay, French, man. foreign relations. You know, I fought in your general direction. Um, so we kind of already know what happened with King Arthur, don't we? I mean. Yeah. <laughs> he um he 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 wasn't somehow arrested in England. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, look, that say was, what you will. Weird ending. As much as I love Monty Python, oh, see, it did it again. 
I hate but, when it does. But it worked. <laughs> but it at worked. least it was the right one this time, right? So, um, so anyway, th- th- that's the thing. I'm like, as much as I love that movie, man, that was a weird ending. I, I think they just kind of couldn't figure out how to end the story, and they said, eh, let's just have them all get arrested. Whatever, you know, yeah. I that that was yeah. So that 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 was weird. Of course, you know when you have the opening credits that are all about you know Tony the Wonder Llama and all that stuff. I mean, you had yeah, to know Tony what you were getting the into. Wonder Llama. So, <laughs> so anyway. Sure. Anyway, hey, um, um, one of my favorite hit um myths of um of. Of King Arthur is of the questing beast. Okay, and tell me about um, that. I don't. I don't know anything about that because I'm not. Um, I'm not. Um, I, the Arthurian legend was not big on my list. So, um, um, it's essentially, um, essentially one day, um, King Arthur and his knights were were out, out, um, um, doing um, doing patrol. You know, home, home um, protecting Camelot, and and then one day he, they were attacked by. By this beast mm-hmm. that um uh, um uh, um the Merlin then then called the um a questing beast. It was said to be the size of a horse, horse but um covered in spots, but the neck was, was as long as a serpent. Okay. And um and and that's all I really and that's all I really remember about about the myth actually mm-hmm. is but um but the questing beast always fascinated me because yeah. Because I'm like, okay, it's the size of a horse, mm-hmm. has spots, but it has a really long neck. I'm like, that's a giraffe. It's a giraffe, yeah. Yes, yes, that's a giraffe. But um, but that proves who's the um um the somewhere someone back then in freaking England of all places somehow saw a giraffe, couldn't explain it, and uh, inscribed it in that way. And I'm that like. Of um um I I've just been informed from that was when England imperialized Africa. Thank you, my thank you, my my very very smart wife. Um um but um I was still reading about that legend is what is what got me started in in wanting to figure out yeah. Um, what did this person see uh, to think this existed? Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, that um, that's part of the whole thing, and 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 you know me. That's always been my biggest thing. Why? 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 Mm-hmm. You know. Right. Right. Okay. And, um, and so that's what's always fascinated me about that stuff. Right. Okay. Um. So, any other ones besides the Arthurian stuff? Was that the main one for you? Uh, Was there other ones? Uh. Um. Let's see. He, um, um, of course, always Greek mythology. I love Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that's um, that um, that has always been an, another one of my big things. And then, yeah. of course, I loved the myth of, of Heracles. Mm-hmm. Okay, tell me about that one because I don't, I, I don't know my Greek mythology like you do. You, Heracles, Hercules, Dad. Oh, okay, Hercules. They okay. made a freaking movie about it. Okay, well, well then um, say but... Hercules. Then say Hercules. Don't say Heracles. No, no, but but that's the thing. Heracles is the Greek myth. Hercules is the Roman myth. Disney messed it up, and I will always be upset about that. For the non the non Greek mythology geeks. So. Okay. <laughs> I'm 
I'm loving your um your your, your interruptions, babe. Just, just just quick little snipes. I love it. <laughs> so uh, anyway, but yeah. Are, are there any other ones that 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 really drug you down or really took you down the rabbit hole? Um, let's see. Oh, werewolves. What did what did a person see to think a person and turned into a half man, half wolf hybrid during a full moon? What did the person see to then think that? Yeah. Um. And, and then the only thing I can think of is um, um, is someone saw someone that that had that had that that um hairy uh, disease. He's mm-hmm. where um, um, know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I do. Um. Yep. That they grew hair everywhere. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's the only thing I, I I can think of that could possibly lead to that. You know. Right. Right. Okay. E, um. E, e, either that or, or or someone saw. So a um a weird schmuck in uh, in the woods with a wolf belt on, <laughs> on his back howling at the moon. It's a werewolf. No, it's just a schmuck in a coat. Yeah, sorry, just a schmuck. Just a schmuck in a coat. Schmuck in a coat. Schmuck in a coat. That's gonna be the name. That's gonna be. That's that's the episode title right there. A schmuck in a coat. Schmuck so. in a coat. <laughs> so, okay. All right. So as as as. As far as for for me for that question, you know, I I'm trying to think back if there were specific myths or fables that really sucked me in, and I don't really remember any. I do remember really being fascinated with things like Stonehenge and Easter Island and the yeah. Nast and the Nastec lines uh, or the um and all of that stuff. I can hear you, Dad. Okay, I do. Rem- I, I mean, I remember being very fascinated with that stuff and wanting to know more yeah. about that, but not necessarily. It's, it, that wasn't really a, a myth or a fable. That was just unknown history, right? Un- you know, mysteries in in history. That rhymed. Yeah. Um. So. Uh. So it, the closest thing to there's, um, there's a TV miniseries right there, mysteries in history. Yeah. Well. So. So that was a, that was big stuff for me. I do remember, so so mine tended to be more historically based. I do remember reading a book one time, and I and I was younger, so I don't rem- I didn't do research, and, and of course, I got a fly flying around me here, so I'm not. Like, I just turned off my mic. Uh, I'm not hallucinating. I'm trying to get rid of a fly. So, um, so anyway, <clears throat> um. And it was a book that I read, and I don't know if it was historical fiction. It couldn't have been. It was probably just somebody wrote this, kind of assuming that this may have been what happened. And it was a story mm-hmm. about the origin of the Native Americans. And the story was mm-hmm. that they had come from Siberia and up in that area over in, in Eurasia or in, in mm-hmm. you know Asia. Um, and that was before, that was when the, the ice age, when things were still frozen. You know, when the the land mass was there, and they could cross the Bering Strait over into Alaska, and yeah. and so there were kind of like Eskimos, the the Inuits, and 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 that, and the, it was kind of the story of them coming across, um, and they used to come across for like their herds or whatever, and then go back, but then uh, with the ice melting or whatever, they got trapped in the United States. And it was and I can't remember the name of the book, but it was a really good book. And and I was always fascinated by that and was wondering, is that kind of really how it happened? Is that how Native Americans got into the continental, you know 
America continents of South and North America. I, you know, it's kind of fascinating. So that that kind of so yeah. mine were always more historically based. As yeah. far as as far no, like, as um, like um like um the Crystal Skull. That was a fake movie that you know that was no um, no um you do realize you do realize that the Crystal Skull um was oh, an actual kind find. Of, yeah, and there was some kind of curse about it or whatever. Supposedly, right? There's right. the uh, they're still finding him um precious stone skulls and crystal skulls, um, and that are carbon dated to that era, um, and that are, um that were somehow manufactured in a way that, that even modern tech technology can't even replicate. It's weird. I mean, I know. See, yeah. so that's the kind of stuff that fascinates me. It's more as the historical mystery stuff than it is a fable or a myth. Um, I guess. Uh, if you want to talk about specific kind of myths and fables, it probably thinking about that kind of stuff really just started with Tolkien when I read Tolkien and got fascinated with that whole magic. genre of you know fantasy and 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 magic and elves and gnomes and dwarves and all that stuff. But that wasn't really chasing down a myth, you know, other than the mythology that he created through his stories, right? Yeah. So. Um, so that would probably be my my answer to that question is it was more mysteries of throughout history of these things these monuments that we've seen you know how did they get there we have no documentation of how they were made how they got there all that kind of stuff it's like there I read an article a few years ago that they found this under they did some excavation and found almost like this underground um cavern i mean it's man-made though you know in china with i want to say like a thousand full-sized terracotta chinese warriors statues made, out of, ter- the, made out of terracotta like the pots the, like like the pots like the, the terracotta, terracotta army yes everyone knows about that dad i know i'm just saying that kind of stuff is fascinating to me that's what i'm talking about i'm not saying oh that's something new that nobody knows about i know it's something new I mean, I know it's something that, that's pretty common knowledge but now. it's not new. I said, I corrected myself, I said <laughs> something that everybody knows about. I'm just saying it's that kind of stuff that fascinates me, not so much yeah. Greek mythology, for example, right? So that's kind of where my myth-type stuff goes, you know? I, would, I understand, yeah. You know, if I could have been an Indiana Jones and done stuff like that, that would have been cool. I'd love to have done that kind of stuff, but I mean... Then real life oh, hits, dad. and you realize, okay, you really kind of have to have a job, <laughs> you know. So I need to get a I've, real job. I, I have a random question for you. Go for it. Um, um, honestly, um, honestly, in your opinion, um, um, at what point do you think um it, it um it becomes um um grave robbing or archaeology? Where is the line, you know? Because because yeah, they're very similar. Um, I think, okay, I would think, and, and I could be completely, oh, and I have some other stuff that I do want to continue that answer to my question um, that I forgot oh, to sure. say. But I, 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 it seems to me like grave robbing is more when you're like robbing the graves of people whose family is still living. And so you're kind of disrespecting the, the dead, disrespecting their family kind of thing. I think people that have been dead for two, three thousand years in a pyramid, I, 
I kind of don't see that as grave robbing. Because you're not doing because they're not doing it for profit. I think that's another thing. I think grave robbing implies that you're doing it to steal for profit for treasure, as opposed to scientific discovery, historical discovery, you know, displays in museums, that kind of thing, right? Uh, grave robbing to me implies people going in and breaking into tombs with people that had lots of gold and stuff and stealing the gold and stuff to go sell it and get rich. So that's that's to me the difference between the two. Um, and so I also wanted to add to my answer. I've always been fascinated by by the biblical stories, the Old Testament biblical stories. You know, yeah. David, oh, Go- David oh, and Goliath, I... the parting of the Red Sea. Um, you know, all of those stories that that I've grown up with, that you've grown up with, that I'm reading now as I'm reading through the Bible again this year, um, have just fascinated me. You know, and it's one of those things where, when my time comes, it's going to be one of my first questions. Hey. You got a video of that so I can see it again? I want to see that happen. I want to see that Red Sea. You know, there's that there's, stuff fascinates um, me, and, uh, I, and I would love to. So that that's probably, and that's not, to me, of course, that's not myth or fable. That's his, history. I would just like to see it because it's so fantastical. Faithful history. So anyway, so you were going to add something. Um, I um, I do actually re- um, remember growing up. You you told me a theory that you heard or read or or thought of um, um, about the flood. You know, um, um, about um, about how how the earth w- was basically cover um surrounded um 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 up in one of the zone layers. Mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, there was a, a giant veil of water surrounding the earth and created it on um, what I think the term you used was a biosphere. Yeah, almost like a terrarium, right? I mean, and there's yeah. some th- there's some and theories then, out there um, about and, that. It's fascinating. Um, and then, um, and then you said that's um, 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 that um, that terrarium or biosphere helped helped uh, preserve us and, and help us live live longer, and that's why people lived to, to be like two hundred. Three hundred well, and years and, old and there's and there's some science that showed was abundant. Yeah, there's some science that showed that you know with changes in barometric pressure, things you know things have lived longer and grow bigger. So you know who knows? I mean, there's theories and stuff. Um, can't prove it. That's why it's called faith. So I'm I'm yeah. good with that. You know. Right? So anyway, so that's it. that's the geek question. I'm good with that. I answered pretty well. I thought you answered okay. Um, anything else you wanted to hey. add? What I. S- that. Really? Come on, man. <laughs> I, I, I thought I thought anyway, I thought that was I thought those were good answers. So to those to those questions. I, I, I know, I know. So, I, I would that I was just messing with you. So how about how about we jump into to our, and go talk about our movie? Oh so how about, yes. How about how about the next segment of, of Roll for Credits? Roll for Credits. All right, so we are talking about obviously the movie that's on our screen right here on the stream. We're talking about the 2001 animated Disney animated movie um, Atlantis: The Lost Atlantis, Empire. Atlantis: Lost Empire. Yeah, and did I did I say it was from 2001? I think I did. Yes. Anyway, okay. Yes, uh, I so um, here's the here's the deal, just, guys. Just clarify for everyone: it was made in 2001. <laughs> so just just to clarify, this was one of the movies because. Connor's on the spectrum. His youngest brother's on the spectrum. So there was a lot of movies that we watched in the house. Disney was a big thing in our house. Pixar became a big thing in our house. Um, DreamWorks too. DreamWorks too. 
Um, and so we watched lots of movies with the kids when they were growing up. And this was one of our favorites. Um, no, and one of our favorites? It is our favorite. No, no. I don't think it's our fa- it, I don't think it's our number one favorite. It's one of our one of our top five or ten because we watch tons, remember? So yeah. I wouldn't so it's a great movie. And um, we're going to just talk about it for a while and try to convince you guys to watch it because I know that a bunch of folks that, that I've talked to about this, they haven't seen it. Um, I don't know if they didn't How want... could they not have? I mean, well, it's amazing. different... They, may, they were at an age where they were too old to watch animated movies at that time, right? And they didn't have kids because I'm older than they are. So they were in that... They were probably teenagers or whatever when I was having you guys. And so they weren't watching these kind of movies. Now they're starting to have have they babies were and have kids. Die hard and crap like that. So so anyway, um, so why don't you? Because we got you see you see you see our timer here. You see our timer. Yeah. We're running low. So do you want me to talk about the plot real quick? We'll, and, and I'll just do a really brief, quick plot, and then we'll just talk about the movie. Um, seeing as how you're um you're better at summarizing, I say you do it. <laughs> okay, so. It starts out really similar to Stargate. I didn't realize how similar it was to Stargate at the beginning until I watched it again. Because, you know, in Stargate... Oh, my God. You're right. Yeah. You know, in Stargate, James Spader is this bumbling, you know, archaeologist who's trying to convince people... even look the same. Right. It it convinced people. Long hair, glasses, camp, canvas, convinced people of all of all these of all these theories, and they thought he was stupid and crazy and not smart, and they didn't didn't ignore they they didn't pay any attention to him. Same thing happens here with Milo Thatch, uh, who's who was voiced by uh, Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox. And but then, um, so so they get they basically fire him. He works in the boiler room. Um, he tries to present to them more information about Atlantis again. They think he's silly because they think it's all a myth. They basically they he basically quits his job because they won't support him. And then some lady picks him up in a car, just like in the rain. By the way, picks him up in a car in the rain, just like Star Stargate. I just thought about that too. Oh my gosh, she was actually she, she was actually in his apartment. Oh, that's right. But he no, had been no. in a car, and there was they raining. drove that's right. in that's the right. rain. They drove. To, that's um, right. That's right. You're right. Who right. more? So they go to. So she takes him to some mansion to some old guy who happens to be best friend. Having to be, he was best friends with that Milo's grand. Best friends with Milo's grandfather, who had also been obsessed with Atlantis. Um, and supposedly there was this book called the 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 Shepherd's Journal. The Shepherd's Journal that told you how to get to Atlantis, and. Um, Whitmore had it and gave it to, to, to Milo and he had assembled this team of like former military people and all this weird ragtag group of people to go on this expedition to find Atlantis. They go through all kinds of stuff. They actually find Atlantis and there's still people living there. And there's this whole ecosystem and everything. They have a whole ecosystem. There's something called the Heart of Atlantis. And and it's some kind of crystal power source, um, and bullcrap science magic. Bullcrap science magic. That's right. I, f- I forgot about bullcrap <laughs> science magic. That was one of our former episodes. Uh, bullcrap yeah. science magic. Um, that was one of our very first episodes. That yeah, that was back. Was that Star Trek that we talked about bullcrap science magic? Yes. Okay. So bullcrap science magic. Um, 
so they go on this, and then it turns out that he's there to study and learn and learn about the culture, meets these people, um, and then the head, the guy that's running the expedition, Rourke. Rourke, turns out he's a mercenary, and they're all in it just to get money. So they go and try to steal this crystal to make money. Milo tries to so, stop them. So, and so to the Kaiser. Right, 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 right. Have I left anything out? Okay. So um, they, they, they... They go through this struggle. Well, to, you did to, toss it down that hole and set the whole camp on fire. They go to this through this struggle Sorry. to try to save Atlantis, Milo does, with Kida, who is the young woman, who is the daughter of the emperor of, of Atlantis. Princess. She's, of the, she's, she's, she's the princess. She's, she's the princess. To save, Disney princess. To save Atlantis. They go Disney through all princess. this kind of stuff. And, of course, it's a Disney movie, so they save the day. and He, he gets stay, the girl. He gets the girl. Uh, who happens to be a, pregnant, a, a princess? Nobody ever, ever talk when they talk about Disney princesses. Nobody ever talks about her. You ever noticed? They never. She's never included in that little list of all the Disney princesses. That's that's because at the time, I mean, Disney princesses were still very, very, um, were still very sexist. You know, um, prim proper women. But still, you know, even Snow White. even when they do that kind of stuff now, and they have them, they did some movie recently where they were all together, like teenage girls hanging out together. She wasn't part of it, you know. So it's because it, um, it, it a lot of people f- forgot about forgot yeah. about Atlantis. You know, it's kind of a lost gem. So kind of like it, it is. Yeah, I really think it is. Yeah, I think that's another good one. Um, so oh, man, I love that one. So it, it, typical Robert Disney Williams movie. as um as freaking as freaking you know. Uh, multi personality bat. That's all. I love it. You sure he's a bat Sorry, or a chicken? That's it. That's it. So, um, so that's the basic premise of the movie. They go, they find Atlantis. Turns out the guys that go with him to find Atlantis are really just there to steal stuff and c- grave rob, so to speak, right? Yeah. Uh, coming full circle. And he wants to save the day. He ends up doing it. And a lot of the people that were there just for the money, <laughs> I'm going to say money. Um, Money, money, they, money, money. I'm going to say money. They end up having a change of heart, and they fight to save Atlantis with him, right? I'm, I'm, and they do. I mean, they and, gotta because I know because both of them are freaking awesome. So, so Mal, that's the that's Mal the case. That's that's the storyline. They save the day. They save Atlantis. Um, they keep it a secret to protect their society and protect their culture and to protect the people there, so that people they don't you know they don't get run over with people trying to steal stuff. Cookie has a hard time I'm wrapping his head around it though. Yeah, so <laughs> let's so that's the premise of the movie, right? Um we got plenty of time. Let's talk about how much we love this movie. So do you okay. want to start or do you I want love to... this movie. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean I love this movie. It um it is still in um, in my top five favorite animated movies of all time. I mean, it's twenty years old, man, okay. and it, and it's a it's a stylized animation too. You know, it's not yeah, it's not like Beauty and the Beast where this very flowing. It's it's kind of a squared it's a, edges, it, it, it's hard, a rougher, chiseled, more angular kind of yeah, of angular. Animation, that's, but it works. That's that's the it word works. I was looking for was angular. Yes, yeah. yeah, it was great. I mean, the animation was great. Um, the colors really popped. It was a really colorful movie. Actually, I watched actually, it. There's before. something I noticed. There's What's something that? I noticed. Um. Um, the people from the surface were um, were drawn more angular, but but everyone from, from Atlantis was more smoother and rounder. Did you notice that? No, I didn't notice that. I didn't notice that. Yeah, that's interesting. I have to go back and watch yeah, it again I mean, and see that. 
I mean, um, uh, I mean, it's a clear difference. I mean, uh, um, I mean, obviously, uh, the females were were more smoothly um, figured, um, um, but the ones on the surface were still well kind put. of angular and sharp in, in a way. Hey, yeah. Hey, kind of like Audrey. Yeah, kind of like Miss Packer. Or, yeah. You know. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but but then everyone in Atlantis were was drawn more smooth, more rounded in a way, you know? I think, I th- um, I think, you're, I think you're right. I have, to go back and, I have to go back and look at that. So, um, um, I, um, I, I think they did that to, um, to, to, to better show the, the difference and the diversity between, between these two cultures, you know? Mm-hmm, but because, mm-hmm. be, uh, because basically everyone in Atlantis had lived underground for thousands of years alive for thousands of years i mean freaking kita is ten thousand years She's, old and she looks good for her age though. eight thousand eight thousand eight thousand yeah eight thousand years old so i was close enough so 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 what else did you like about this movie because i got a lot of stuff that i loved about this movie, and i, I can't think of anything i didn't like um, about this movie actually um oh man for um um first off the one liners and the dialogue between characters that is something we as we as the McKay clan love to death i mean even to this day um um randomly if it's uh, just exactly exactly you said in the dirt didn't you there didn't you we still oh. say that we just said that the other day with me and your mom and luke were sitting around and something happened and one of us went you sat in the dirt well, yeah, didn't you what did i tell you about playing nice with the other kids <laughs> um, back creature back from the pit from which you came <laughs> name sweet josh is sweet <laughs> so, you see what happens and i know ashley's not in here right now but when she watches this later when she listens she'll go they just kind of go off on on this this language that we don't know because you haven't seen the movie <laughs> You really need to see the movie. So, and I'll talk more specific oh, about some things that I, I like. Mean, but tell me more about what was good about this movie for you, because I had some things about the movie that I loved. The some voice things- acting, mainly for one. Um, um, you, um, the voice acting in this movie, I loved to um because because every character was unique. You could feel that every single character was played. Yeah, nobody duplicated voices, right? Yeah, nobody duplicated voices. And just to give you an idea of, and that was something that I was going to mention, was the voice cast for this movie. So check this out, guys. So um, Michael J. Michael Fox J. played... Fox. He was Okay, he played Milo. He was the main character. Um, Claudia Christian played uh, Helga. She She's in Babylon 5. People would know her from Babylon 5. Um... James Garner played Rourke. I mean, Rockford Files. James Garner played Rourke. John Mahoney played Preston uh, Whitmore. John Mahoney, who plays is the dad in uh, Frasier. That's dad. Yeah, that, that was, guy. Uh, Mr. Whitmore. Oh, that's him? Yeah. I knew he sounded familiar. I couldn't place it. Oh, my gosh. I love this character even more now. Uh, Leonard Nimoy was the Atlantean king. I didn't even catch that one. So Spock was the Atlanta- oh oh my god yeah okay wait 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 Mr Harcourt you remember Mr Harcourt mm-hmm. that was yeah. David Ogden Steers that was Winchester from Mash Cree Summer who was Cree Summer who was in a different world Mind way back blown. in the day um, she played Princess Keita Jim Varney Vern know what I mean Vern mm-hmm. all the Vern movies Vern 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 that was Cookie. Really? Um, that, that guy was Cookie? Oh, yeah. You could tell that was Cookie. You could tell that was Cookie. It was really easy. Um, so the voice cast was fantastic. So I completely agree with you. And, and I think Michael J. Fox was... Sweet. Per- Sweet was a guy named Phil Morris. 
and I recognize the name, but I don't know the stuff. I don't know what stuff he's been in before. Um, what about Audrey? Audrey was played by Jacqueline Obradors. I don't know her. And then I'm oh man, I'm in, I'm blanking I'm blanking on his name. Um bomb guy, I'm blanking on his name. Moliere. He was played by some That's, guy named Yeah, by some guy named no, Cor- the bomb guy. Oh, the bomb guy. Vinny, 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 Vinny. Vinny. Vinny was played by Don Novello. Hmm. Yeah. So. Hey, look, I made a bridge. Something <laughs> like what? 10 seconds. 11 tops. Uh. Okay. Hold on. Yeah. What, what? I thought so. Okay. <laughs> what? So. Don't leave me hanging. Don Novello. And this is, and, and I was because I was looking at the picture that I see on IMDb. It's an it's a current, more current picture. So he's older looking. He's um, Father Guido Sarducci from Saturday Night, from the from like the '70s Saturday Night Live cast. I mean, he wasn't he wasn't on Saturday Night Live, but he played a recurring character called Father Guido Sarducci back in the '70s. I knew that was him because I, I, I recognized his voice. Um, and so, but when I saw his picture here and I didn't, didn't recognize him, but then when I went and looked at IMD about other things he's done, it brings up Father Guido Sarducci. So all the older folks that watch the old, old school Saturday Night Live, you know who I'm talking about. So, so yeah, so the voice cast was fantastic. And, and I think all the voices perfectly fit the characters that they were playing. I don't think that, I can't think of a, another person in 2001 that could have played that done that voice for Milo as well as Michael J Fox did. Um oh, yeah. today if that movie was done today I think Tom Holland would have been great in that character. Tom Holland Tom I Holland totally would have played Tom Holland would have played that well but of course in 2001 he may have been alive. I don't know. If he was probably a baby at the point at that point. He was probably watching the movie. He was like from, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So um so yeah, so those those um, were um, I could see Jennifer Lawrence being um, being Audrey. Yeah, but but Audrey was a Hispanic character, and so then you're kind of getting into some cultural cultural appropriation. So I don't oh, think yeah. so. Uh, Rosie Gomez, maybe, but I think Ro- uh, Rosie Perez would have done her well. Um, she would have played that character very oh, well. She does. She that, plays that. that she that. does that voice very well. Yes. Betty White as Packer. She doesn't have a raspy enough voice. I I know who this lady is that played uh, Packer. She was on an old seventies uh, sitcom that I used to watch. Um, Golden Girls. No, that was Betty White. <laughs> Duh. So anyway, so yes, I agree that the voice cast was fantastic, and it was and and the the cast not only were they good, they were they were perfectly cast for their characters. So I thought that was oh, great. Yeah. Um, all right. So anything else? Um, um, the dialogue specifically, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, um, uh, um, I mean, they, um, everyone had amazing lines that stick with you, you know, oh, um, and, um, and, um, and, and it's not really the monologues, it's, um, it's the quippy comedy type stuff, you know? Yeah. It, like, um, yeah. The like, dialogue was great. Like I the campfire the scene. Yeah. I thought the dialogue was money, really good. Money, 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 money. I'm going to say money. Money. Um, our family still does that line mm-hmm. and randomly someone in the house will just say, Money and um and then it'll just keep on going around the family until someone yeah. says I'm gonna say money money, so um and that's something that I want to talk about about one of the reasons why I loved watching this movie so much in a minute but um I thought that the dialogue was great that the the interaction between the characters was really good um 
it was just like you said it was very quippy um it was very quick uh and uh everybody everybody's personalities were so unique um but you could tell it was interesting because they were all so different so different but they had done you know you didn't get that history but they had done so much in the past right together that they were a close knit group right um and um, um and and so this new scrawny weasley looking guy just kind of pops in and and he was, suddenly he, he's a leader it just kind of definitely kinda on, for a loop it makes yeah. him kind of you know well he was definitely treated like as an outsider he was definitely treated as an outsider at the beginning that was definitely true so um but the style did adult um I beg your pardon you you have to say the dad um so okay this been, uh dang it what's i i hate moving on we're not just <laughs> i i know buddy that's that's got to be super frustrating i get that uh especially when because you want to do the line right i know i know um it's just it, it gets caught in my throat yeah um i thought anyway i thought that the relationship between kita and her dad was great you know um, I thought that just she just loved him so much and cared for him so much. Something else that I thought was great. Um, at the beginning, which was like thousands of years ago, when Atlantis disappeared because of the flood, everything that happened to it in that day, her mom, the way it worked with this this crystal thing was that the crystal would select somebody who they deemed to be worthy to protect the power of the crystal and basically turn the person into the crystal. And so when she was a little bit, little bit, Kita was a little girl, that happened to her mom, and her mom is what saved Atlantis at the time, okay? And as her mom is being pulled up and floating up in the air in this trance kind of thing, she's holding Kita's hand, right? And as she's holding Kita's she's hand... she's holding a bracelet. She, her, her, Kita's bracelet that she was wearing slips off into her mom's hand, and, and it disappears, right? And at the mm-hmm. end, when Ke- it's Kita's turn yeah. to be the protector, and she goes up and takes over everything and comes back, she has her bracelet in her hand, you know? So her mom was still there, present inside that crystal. Her, her essence was, and gave her that back to say, hey, I still love you and I'm still here, you know? That was just, you know, those kind of things are just kind of cool to oh, me. Oh, Dad, Dad. Yes. Dad, um, 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 did you notice something about the king? Did you notice his eyes? Yeah, they didn't have any. They were just kind of white, blank. Yeah. Um, yes, but, but in the beginning of the movie, he, um, his, his eyes were normal. Mm-hmm. There, there's a theory that, um, um, that, um, that, um, that King, I think, I think it's King Leonidas. I think that's his name. Uh, anyway, go ahead. Um, there, um, there's a theory that, um, that the, the uh, that the King basically lost his eyesight by looking at the crystal as it went full Full on supernova, you know. Maybe, maybe. Who um, knows? I mean, I mean, I mean. When you think about it, that's basically like like looking at the sun for um for an extended period period of time, and it's a magical sun. So yeah, yeah. So maybe looking at that did did cause his eyes his eyes to basically degrade entirely because yeah. because when you think about it, it um. Um, if eight thousand years went by, and, and Kida um basically went went from looking five years old to maybe about like what twenty two, yeah, seventeen years. That's that's only a lot of time. 
no time relatively for for someone's eyes to to, to degrade that much or or for someone to age that much so sure give, I, I get that given the given the king yeah. because uh, the king looked young in, in the beginning yeah. of the movie you yeah. know yeah so um That's is, just is a theory there, is there anything else that you wanted to say about the movie before i say a few things The scenes and um and and anim and and the uh we'll see more um more specifically the landscaping of it you know um every every single scene every single montage and scene was beautiful um, yeah, um it was a very bright brightly colored movie I really like that I like I like the personally movie. my favorite scene that showed the most um brightness and diversity was um um was the Leviathan scene. Mhm. Mhm. I yeah. loved that scene because it was dark. Within with the really bright explosions, really gave you some contrast. Yeah, and um, and, and and the bright mechanical redness of his eyes. Mm-hmm. And and I like I like the color the color palette that they used for this movie. It was very colorful, but it wasn't overpowering. Like for example, another movie that we almost watched, uh, Emperor's New Groove, which is another one of our favorites, is clearly like oversaturatedly colorful. Right, I mean, it classic always, Disney oversaturation. Yes. Yeah. So, but this one, this one, I thought was pretty appropriate. It was darker when it needs to be. That darker. one was also very angular. Now, now, mm-hmm. probably animated, it. probably drawn by the same team. I would guess, pretty similar. You know, because they're very, yeah, because their 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 fingers are very squared off, very very angular um, characters. Yeah. So. Yeah, I did not realize that until just yeah. now. So. There were there was so much about this movie that that I liked. I mean, I, I look, I like I like Disney movies because they're pretty, even though they're pretty predictable. You know that you're not going to have this harsh ending. Uh, you're not going to have like an MCU ending where half of the superheroes are gone at the at the end of you know. No, no one's no one's going to be snapped out of existence. Oh, except for Roar. Except for Roar. Yeah. Well. Well. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> but anyway. So I, I like his, that. His, it's, his is more of an explosion, though. Yeah. Um, and again, I can't say enough about the voice acting. Uh, we've we've seen some other ones that the movies are pretty good, but the voice acting is not great, um, or the the choices they use for the actors to do the voices were not great. But this was just a really great mix. Um, I thought it was a great story because it played into Milo's relationship with his grandfather. Um, it played into Milo's relationship with Mr. Whitmore because of his relationship with his grandfather. Um, it showed some redemption on his part with the team, showed some redemption on their part um, in their change of heart to protect these people instead of just going after just the money kind of thing. Um, so I liked all of that. I mean, I, so if you've never seen this movie... Um, and especially if you have kids and you watch movies with kids, you definitely should watch this movie. Don't don't throw it away just because it's a twenty year old animated movie. It's fantastic. Um, outside of the movie, and I told your mom this when I was watching it, um, I got emotional two or three times. I got I got teary eyed <laughs> watching this movie two or three times because I was sitting on the couch by myself watching this movie. And it kept giving me flashbacks of sitting on the couch with all three of my sons all snuggled up watching this movie years ago. And yeah. it just made me miss my kids. 
when they were kids. I mean, I love my kids now as adults, but there's something about being able to curl up on the floor, making a pallet on the floor, and watching movies with your kids. Um, and so it was a really, it was a much more emotional experience for me watching this movie than I expected. And that's something that I was saying to Ashley last week um, when we were talking about Demolition Man and, and, and this movie, and that she hadn't seen this movie, and that they were going to try to uh, limit any kind of TV or movies or stuff with, with Tater Tide, their little one-year-old or almost one-year-old. Uh, and, and I completely get that, and that makes sense, and that's a great thing to do. But I, but I told her, I said, there's going to be memories that are created Whenever you do sit down and watch movies with your kids, there's going to be memories that are created that you're never going to lose. You know, um, we have we've already mentioned three or four lines from this movie, lines from other movies, from Emperor's New Groove, um, from you know other movies. But we've got specific movies that we have a lot of lines that we repeat, and those are parts of that's part of our family history. You know. And I wouldn't give that up for anything. Um, yeah. So I, I kind of did a little bit of the old dad kind of sitting there by myself, kind of happy, sad while I'm watching this movie. Um, <laughs> so don't make me do that again. That was not. <laughs> that was fun, but not fun. <laughs> who knows, Dad? Who who knows, Ed? May, maybe in a couple of years you'll um you'll be sitting there again with a couple of of new of smaller people. Yeah, at least three or four years from now, after folks have been married for a while. Sure. Yeah, there you I go. <laughs> well, Nikki still wants Nikki still wants to to uh, finish her um her her college stuff. You know. Oh, and well, and that makes she sense. Hates being a freaking that makes absolute sense. And she should. That's that's smart. She's smart for doing that. Okay. So don't. I'm not smart. You are smart. I you screw. You don't access your smarts very often. You are smart. You just choose to be impulsive, right? There's a difference. Their password are protected, and I, and I forgot the password. <laughs> so Dude, anyway, I, um, I've I've tried resetting it, but um, but 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 it asks for the previous password to get a new password, and it's like it's like how it's like. But, but I don't remember the old password, so is, yeah. is that going to get a new password if, if I have to remember the old password? Okay. This, it, it, right. make, it makes my brain hurt. Speaking all right, speaking of, of, of being impulsive and Passwords? not using... No, be, speaking of being smart okay. but not using that smarts because you get impulsive and don't think long-term, I had that same trouble. Um, you got two weeks left if you want to do a short story for Misspelled for Legion of Dorks short story project. Oh, I'm... I'm oh, about yeah. halfway through oh, mine. Yeah, I'm giving up on that. Okay, I'm about halfway through mine. I've got a couple of days off next week and not a lot going on at work next week. So I've I've made a commitment. I'm going to get it knocked out next week and get it finished. Uh, I'm kind of like I said. I'm about, about halfway through, and um, I'm at the point where I've got like the pivotal action kind of action scene. It's not really an action scene, but it's where something really important happens. Conflict, happens, and and then it goes to the resolution from there. Um, and I'm just not sure exactly how I want to write it. Um, and I'm, I can I'm, help. And I'm, I'm not confident. I'm not confident in this because this is not something that I've done before. I really want to, but I've never done it before. You've had years of practicing writing short stories and writing all the stuff that you do. And so 
Um, I'm having to deal with a little bit of confidence issues to get me motivated to jump in and finish it. Um, and Kelly was saying they've already gotten over 30 submissions for this thing. So I'm sitting there going, 30 submissions for Kelly? this? Kelly, in, in the Discord. Uh, who Who is the author? Who is I thought it was Ashley. No, Ashley is one of the authors. Kelly is the one that's actually the actual author that's putting oh. together the anthology. Okay. And she's the one that does it, and she's editor, and so she edits the short stories and everything. So, and um, I'm... We, are, we have hit our hour, okay? So, um, it's time to start shutting this sucker down. Um, so, anyway, um, so, so that's... That's made me even more apprehensive because she's already gotten thirty submissions. I'm a first time short story writer, so yeah. it's just it's it's made me not very confident. Um, but I'm going to plug through and I'm going to get it through at least to get feedback on it. You know, kind of like you did with your novel yeah. that you wrote. You know, so all right, so we've hit our hour. Um, we're going to go just a few minutes over to to finish this sucker up and roll for our next movie and get out of here and move on and have the rest of our Friday nights. Um, and it probably helped us stay on track because nobody showed up to chat with us tonight. So it made it easier to not get distracted like we usually do when there's a room full of folks. That, that's <laughs> why they've been going longer. Is It's because we've been having people talk to us. That's why. Uh, it went longer last week because instead of having one geek question, we basically had 10. When we're playing Would You Rather, we basically had 10 geek questions last week. That's what made it go I, so long. I um I, I okay. stand by that 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 decision. It was a good okay. decision. It, oh, it was fun. It was fun. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It just made for a really long episode. All right. So, um, for those who may be watching this on YouTube or listening to us for the first time, um, this thing we call Roll for Credits. We do a random movie. The last two uh, weeks we picked a movie specifically because one we had people asking us to watch Demolition Man, and then Connor wanted since I picked that one, Connor wanted to pick. Atlantis this week. But what we typically do is we literally roll Dragon Dice to randomly pick a movie from one of the streaming services that we watch. So we choose from... D&D Dice. Yeah. Um, so we, we choose from either um, Amazon, Prime, Netflix, or Hulu. Uh, so we roll to see where we land there. And once we decide the service that we're doing, then we roll a 10-sided dice to, to figure out the, the genre that we're going to pick from. And then we roll a 100-sided die... Um, to pick a movie in that list. And so we literally pick a random movie. Um, so that's what we're going to do. So I'm going to roll the dice here and see what we get. All right. So. All right. And I like to roll. I like to. I only need to roll one at a time, but I like to roll all of them just because I like the way it sounds. So I got a seven. Come so on, that Snake Eyes. So that would be Amazon. All right. Oh, so no. We're gonna get, so we're getting something off Amazon. Uh, I dice here. They never have anything good. And then I rolled a nine, which is the fantasy category in Amazon. That's that's what we've identified. So we're going to watch a fantasy movie from Amazon. And now I'm going to roll my percentage dice. It, um, it, is it weird I'm hoping for Lord of the Rings? No, I would watch that any day. So, <laughs> uh, And I rolled a 26. So I'm going to pull up. The Amazon Prime list. I've already got. I've already got the Amazon list pulled up. I'll go to fantasy and I'll go to the twenty-sixth movie in the list of, of uh, fantasy movies on Amazon Prime, and then I'll tell you guys what we're gonna get. So y'all just hold tight.
Alright, so... Oh, this looks interesting. Okay. Um, we are going to watch a movie from... Well, it's fairly new. 2017. And it's called... Okay. Um, Along with the Gods. What? Along with the Gods. The Two Worlds. Okay. It's a Japanese... I think it's Japanese... Um, sounds more like a documentary. No, along with the gods, the two worlds. I'm gonna pull it up on on IMDb on my phone over here. So let me just pull that up and I'll give you some details on it. So, um, all right. So yeah, it's 2017. Um, it's a long movie. It's two hours and two hours and 19 minutes long. Um, and it says after a heroic death, a firefighter navigates the afterlife with the help of three guides. Hmm. And it seven point three out of ten is the average rating for it, so it's gotten good reviews, fairly good. Um, okay. And it is only in a foreign language with subtitles, so it's kind of like watching anime for you. So there no, is no English. Bad. There is no English dub. Um, but okay. it's a fantasy movie. I like both. It's a fantasy movie, and the pictures that I'm seeing. Look really kind of freaky and weird. Not like horror movie, just kind of unusual. So it looks like it might be a pretty interesting movie. Um, so it's 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 a foreign film. Wonderland weird or um or um or acid trip weird. I, I just it's 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 like a fantasy kind of movie. I mean, pull it up on you know when you when we get offline, pull it up and watch the trailer. That's what I'm going to do. Um, and I mean. I'm trying to see if I see anything interesting about the movie. Um, I should figure out how to pull up the trailer here and show it. Although I don't, I don't know. I mean, we might get in trouble for showing trailers here, so I probably shouldn't do that. I think so too. Yeah. But it looks like he was a firefighter. It looks like he died fighting a fire, and then he's kind of in the afterlife, and somebody's kind of walking him through the afterlife. So there's gonna be. I'm sure there's gonna be some weird battles and stuff going on or something. So it looks really yeah. interesting, um, and it's definitely kind of different. It's not like you're, you know, Demolition Man or Atlantis. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. And, and we found, just doing this, we found some some um, diamonds in the good rough, movies. right? We found some good movies. We found some really like dogs. Gora. We found some really big dogs. Oh, and and um, speaking of Gora, Gora was the first movie that we ever reviewed on the very first episode of Gene Pool Variety Hour. And our 50th episode uh -huh. is coming up soon because we're hitting 46 this week. So our 50th episode is coming up soon, and we're thinking about talking about Gora again for the 50th episode. And what we would like to do, if we can figure out a way to do this, is to have a watch party if anybody wants to join us, and we can all watch it together online. It's on Netflix. Now, on Twitch, if, you, if the movie is on Amazon Prime, we can actually do a watch party on Twitch. Can't do that with Netflix. So we have to do it. There's like little web things that you can put in your Chrome browser where you can do that kind of stuff. So we might try to do that if folks would be yeah. interested. Um, if not, maybe just you and I'll do it. We'll watch the movie together before we talk about it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so guys, that's it. We're just a little bit over an hour. Um, I'm definitely going to keep the timer, although I, I wish I could make it a little bit more customizable so I could put an hour and 15 on there. But anyway, an hour is fine. Um, that really helped us stay on track. Uh, that's all I've got. Uh, and I don't know if Connor's got anything else he wants to add, but I think we're done, right? 
I think so, yeah. Okay. So, uh, guys, everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, come back and listen to us next week. We do this every Friday night on Twitch at 8 o'clock. Uh, and then we throw the, the podcast up on Monday, the following Monday. And uh, we love to have folks come in here and chat with us. But if, if not, then I get to talk to my son about nerdy stuff. So it's, all, it's a win-win anyway. So thanks for watching, guys. And until next time, remember, bathe in the meat junks. <laughs> stay, stay nerdy, my friends. You do realize that they couldn't understand a word you said with that mask on, right? I don't care. It was still funny. <laughs> oh, man. You are definitely the Costello, and I'm just happy. I'm the straight guy to you. Would you have it any other way, Dad? No, I wouldn't. Y'all have a good night, guys. Thanks for watching. Peace. You're still here? It's over. Go home.